Thanks for tuning in today, podcast. We know some of you have heard this podcast, but we wanted to repost information on TPAP as Chris and Alyssa headed to Texas for the event this week. This is a premier program with only a select number of attendees. We want to ensure that if there's anyone out there listening to this podcast who wants to attend next year, just to be looking for the registration and to reach out to us if you have any more information. Also, be on the lookout for tomorrow's podcast on transition and collaboration, where Chris and I will discuss some of the common questions and phone calls that we receive and maybe give you some insight into how AgView Solutions can help. Enjoy. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the AgView Pitch. And today we're going to have a little conversation about a topic near and dear to our heart at AgView Solutions, which is spending some time working on our business instead of in our business. We're really good at production. We do a great job producing, but a lot of times, uh, sometimes we miss out on the opportunities that are there if we think about, you know, how would it look if we spent just a little bit more time working on the business. And so today we have a really special guest with us. Um, We have Mark Welch and he's the grain marketing economist at Texas A&M. And more importantly for today's topic, he is the director of TPAP. And so welcome, Mark, and introduce yourself and tell us what is TPAP? You bet. Chris, great to be with you and and glad to spend a few minutes talking about uh, the educational opportunity that uh, that we provide that uh, I think is so critical uh, in in the uh, ag environment today. Uh, The TPAP program. TPAP stands for the Executive Program for Agricultural Producers. And, it, and it's interesting, as, as you talk about some of the challenges we face with farming, that you know, many of the things we do on the, on the, on the production side, uh, and we spend so much time and attention and focus and, and have gotten so good at, uh, but yet there might be some other uh, aspects of our business operations that need that same kind of focus and attention. And that's exactly where the TPAP program came from. Uh, this program was founded back in the early 1990s. Uh, faculty member here at Texas A&M, Danny Kleinfelter, uh, who'd worked in the uh, uh, banking industry and uh, had seen uh, the, the struggles that uh, agriculture went through, particularly in the 1980s. And he saw so many people that he knew personally, and then agricultural generally going through such a stressful uh, economic environment uh, in in that period of time in which what you just said, we're so good on the production side, but are there some tools or skills or some, some professional development that we could bring to agriculture that could address some of the problems and issues we faced in, in the 1980s? Seeing good friends and, and families struggle financially uh, when what they were doing productively uh, was so positive. So out of that came the TPAP program, and it's designed to educate producers, farmers and ranchers primarily, with with skills related to to business management, professional development, and and managing our farms and ranches today in that that business environment. That's awesome, and and, and that's the thing, you know, I I know a lot of people have probably heard about TPAP, but um, you know, there's a lot of people that haven't been through the program yet. And one thing we've noticed and the reason I wanted to have a conversation with you today, Mark, is because the clients that we work with that have been through your program, it sets them at a different level, a different mindset about the importance of their business 
and how they make decisions as opposed to just going out and sort of winging it or, you know, like you said, like I said at the very beginning, you know, we, we've figured out how to tackle a lot of agronomy issues. We've, you know, we're interested in the machinery and, you know, a lot of times, you know, we're, we're looking at these trades we need to do and, and, you know, a lot of times we have, have to spend, you know, several hundred thousand dollars to upgrade some machinery and equipment. And a lot of times growers don't even think twice about that, but, you know, to spend some money on personal development and on, you know, learning how to make better decisions and how to network and how to surround yourself with people who maybe think differently in this environment. I, you know, you can attest to this too, I think, Mark, you know, we're on about year six or seven and the farmers know it full well of just extremely tight margins. And so those who are making the best decisions are the, are really the ones that are, are still maybe growing or at least surviving for, for the, uh, the next opportunity in ag. And, and that's, that's exactly what our focus is about is, is, is there tools and skills that can help us, you know, survive perhaps in, in much more of a challenging economic environment and then being positioned and, and then being aware and, and ready then to take advantage of opportunities, you know, that will come uh, as as we then uh, proceed, uh, you know, for whatever the, the future and whatever's around the corner for us. And, as, you know, as you see every day that our farming operations in order to survive and, and to be sustainable have become so much more complex, uh, if not just by size alone, but many times we are doing and, and taking on other enterprises and, and other investments to, to uh, increase the profitability of our operations, whether it's, you know, from a from a farming operation. Now we've added maybe a, a trucking company and a spraying company and maybe we've got a seed dealership and uh, maybe a livestock operation of some sort. Uh, and and we're, we're trying to manage all of these enterprises. And, and many times. You know, we, we've had training, in, again, on the production side, but have we given attention to the training and the resources available on, on the business management side? And, and just some of the basic things we cover at TPAP that I think um, that, that people find the most, I, I want to say, the, 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 the most immediate return on investment. Uh, this is not a cheap program to attend, either in, in time or money. Uh, to come spend a week with us uh, at, at the TPAP program. But in terms of something that, that has almost consistently the more impact in your operation uh, right away is the attention to detail around financial management and, and the degree that we focus on that and understanding the importance of knowing where is your business financially and where are you headed financially? Do you know? Uh, do you Are you tracking those those real trends and and resources that you're committing to your operation and and do you, do you know the financial situation that you're in uh, we have a session on negotiation strategies and and that's such a key part of you know, what we do as farmers and ranchers virtually every day uh, and and I dare say that most of the people that you deal with in the business community they've had training on how to negotiate deals and uh, and around business arrangements and have we as farmers, had that formal professional development around negotiation skills and tools. Uh, we deal with uh, human resources and human relations and, and development of how do we recruit uh, the, the folks that we need to work on our farms and ranches today? How do we train them? How do we retain them? How do you set a, a compensation package and, a, and a, an incentive package that, that 
retains those those key employees and rewards them appropriately uh, to stay with their operations. And the other side of that is that we have the, uh, uh, the, the the metrics and the systems in place. You know, there are sometimes we've got to let somebody go. And, and do we recognize that we have some, some ways to evaluate those employees and treat them fairly, but, but recognize that there are some challenges around doing that. Most of our operations are family businesses. And in and, and those two words, family and business, uh, come with, I think there's such key descriptors of, of who is in our audience. Yes, running a family business has great advantages and strengths when you think of the uh, of the commitment and the dedication that uh, we bring to our operations as we're operating those from the the legacy and the core of our family, uh, keeping that business going. But if we can incorporate some business principles and practices as well, does that then help us be then more uh, uh, successful in in the how we shape and and form and operate our businesses in ways that will facilitate growth? And, and then also uh, p- perhaps position us better to take advantage of, of, of opportunities as well as meet the, the current challenges uh, that, that agriculture faces today. So it's, you know, all of that blends and, and, and comes together uh, to make it the TPAP program what it is. Right. And, and that last topic you talked about, when you blend family and business, it not only creates opportunities, but uh, firsthand uh and our own family operation and all the clients we work with, it creates some pretty interesting challenges along the way too. And so if you can separate the, you know, the business governance from the family governance, and, and that's one of the things that having been there for a couple of years and getting to sit in on a lot of the, uh, the topics and the discussions and stuff in the, in the classrooms, it's been interesting uh, there's a lot of ways to navigate those challenges and, and a lot of learning opportunities with the program. Um, yeah. And, and just to kind of to follow up on that just a little bit, uh, you know, from from day one, when, when you come to uh, the TPAP program, we talk about uh, developing an, an environment within our businesses of encouraging communication and to build strengthening those relationships that again that, that can enhance that family business environment. But if, if we if we don't take care of those details, those are the very same things that can undermine uh, the success of our businesses moving forward. Whether it be in daily operations or succession planning, you know, passing the the farm and the sustainability of that operation to the next generation. Uh, you know, if we do it right, you know what what great strengths that can bring. If we don't do it right or don't pay attention to those details, you know, we we undermine what we're trying to, to build and pass on it and grow. So again, all of that is so important and, and we pay so much attention to that at TPAP. Right. And, and, and so again, that's, that's some of the topics and we can get back to, you know, if there's a couple other ones we want to talk about in a minute, but one of the things I want to make sure the listeners aware are aware of is the professionalism of this program. It is, it is intense. Um, I, like I said, I've been there firsthand. We've had a lot of clients there with phenomenal experiences and education out of that opportunity, but it's intense. Um, explain a day of TPAP and, and when it starts, what the days are like, and, and they're, they're long, they're intense. You talked about the investment being you know, a, a large investment relative to other educational opportunities, but 
but the value is extremely high. So to talk a little bit about that. Yeah, it's a little bit different than, than I, I dare say, most conferences or uh, uh, you know meetings that, that most folks go to. Um, first of all, as we assemble the faculty uh, for the TPAP program, it is sponsored by Texas A&M University. Uh, and I'm trying to think off the top of my head. I don't think we have a single faculty member uh, of them, you know, involvement that I have uh, that is a primary speaker at TPAP. We search for the, the best speakers around the topics that we cover from all over the country. And, and so we, we have a national and international audience of participants that are in the room, and we have that same national and international uh, uh, resources uh, for the, uh, for the pre- presenters that come to the program. So we kick off the morning about 7.45 in the morning. Sessions uh, run until about 5, 5.30 uh, in the evening, so, so it's all day long. And then one of the unique, unique aspects of TPAP is then after supper, uh, we have the opportunity for you to come back and the speakers from that day's presentations will gather in the meeting room and have a roundtable discussion or what we call a, a bear pit, affectionately, uh, where <laughs> they can either share maybe information that they didn't get to cover during the day, but primarily it's for now the audience to come back after stepping away for a few hours. What questions do you have? Was there something perhaps that's not completely clear that you want to hear about more about, or is there an adjacent or a, a, an additional topic that maybe you, you got to thinking about because of what was discussed during the day? But it's a, a real time of discussion of a couple of hours in the evening with the presenters that you had for the day. So we're talking at, you know, 745 in the morning. By the time most folks leave that bear pit session at night, it, it's 830 or 9 o'clock. Uh, so, so we do fill the days, and it's every single day is, is like that. We start on uh, Sunday and we end on Saturday. We stay at a really nice place in Austin. It's a really nice uh, hotel. It's the Barton Creek Resort and Spa. Uh, it's a beautiful location, and you don't get to see much of it. Uh, got a really nice room and you, we feed you really well. Uh, but the other amenities of, of being in, in Central Texas in January, which is a great place to, to gather and, and to meet, uh, you know, you're not there to see the scenery. We recognize the commitment that you've made of, of time and, of, and the investment in dollars to be at our program. And so we are going to do everything we can to make that as impactful with every minute that you spend in this program. Uh, and, and so if, you know, if there are people that you know, want to, you know, maybe take a break or, or do something else, you know, during that week, and, and that's fine, you know, person can do what they want to do. But if you happen to step out or, or miss something, I want you to be worrying about what you missed that everybody else got, because we're going to fill every minute that we can with meaningful information and, and uh, program topics that will impact, impact the success of your farm or ranch. And, and so that's what we try to do during the week. And it, it's a tough week. It's a long week. Uh, but it is one that uh, can make such a significant impact on, on the way that you uh, respond to the challenges that are in agriculture today. And, and what we're going to do is after you're with the program, about two years later, we're going to send you a survey. And we're going to ask you the if you can estimate the financial impact that the TPAP program had on your operation. And to get those surveys back, 
and for the vast majority of those to, to talk about increases in net returns or net farm income, increases of 5, 10, 15, 20 percent. You know, what a difference addressing some of these key business components of your family operation, what that can have on your operation. That, that's what keeps us going. That's what motivates us. Uh, to provide this opportunity, and, and we sure hope uh, that uh, that folks that, that can join us uh, will, will, again, find that same impact that it'll have on their operations as well. Right, and that and the key part of that is an additional 5%, a lot of times, is the difference between profit and no profit in right. these tight margins, <laughs> so oh, it's a huge absolutely. deal. Absolutely, and those, those, doing those small things consistently over time uh, yeah, what a, what an impact that can have. Exactly right. Right, and and so you know you talked about you know the financial management discussions, both you know and in and in my experience, I you know I really enjoyed both sides of the financial management discussions. You had speakers on the micro portion of the of financials, and in other words, your own business, but then also some conversations around the macro part of what's going on in the ag industry and all that, and in education there and. Like you said, you know, negotiation, human resource management, family business relationships, and the plug for for the topic I get to talk about, and the and the uh, privilege that I have of getting to work with you guys and and talk about uh, collaboration, um, you know, and farming, and that leads me to the next topic, which is, um, you know, we talked about you know kind of what it is and and the topics and all that but talk a little bit about the caliber of the operations that come to the event and the networking opportunities that are there you know i think one of the things that uh uh is is interesting for me to see uh, that many people come to our program with this uh maybe way of seeing the world but but i think it's an it's something that you also see develop uh as we're sharing that week together and it does change how I think we, we view the, the context and, and concepts of our operations in that, you know, agriculture, we're kind of a, an independent, self-sufficient lot. You know, we, we, we're, we're willing to, to do it ourselves. Um, you know, I, I, I'm willing to take on that responsibility and bear that responsibility. I'll be the decision maker. I'll be the, the go-to person. And, and recognizing the, the strengths and, and the again the uh, the opportunities perhaps when we when we widen that lens just a little bit and, and maybe see the world less as you know me in competition against fill in the blank and 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 develop as you do in your session Chris that adds so much to our group more of a a, a cooperative or collaborative mindset around farming. And, and that's kind of a unique perspective that, that you just don't get everywhere uh, that you go. And, and when you think about all the persons that have a financial stake that are really a business partner in your operation, even if you're a sole proprietor of, of a farm or ranch, who is involved in your business? You think about your, your input suppliers, your banker, your, uh, your grain elevator manager, your landlords. These are partners in our businesses. And the more that we can uh, communicate and facilitate the business relationship with all of those persons, you know, when they do better, I do better. And when I do better, they all do better. And, and so are there ways that we can, uh, you know, enhance uh, those relationships to, to create not only a more profitable operation today, but then be aware of opportunities down the road. And one of the, 
I think examples of a conversation from TPAP around that very topic was uh, one of our farmers that said they, after being at TPAP, they, they got to ask themselves a question about them and their co-op where they, where they sell their grain. And, and they just got to thinking about, you know, in that relationship with my co-op manager and, and myself and my farming operation, who is whose customer? Who's, who's selling what to who here? You know, many right. times we think that, well, I'm the customer of the co-op and, and they need to be taking care of me. Well, well, wait a minute. Who's writing who a check? Who's, who's selling something here and who, who's really buying something? The, the co-op is my customer or the feedlot or the ethanol plant or whatever it might be. Those are my customers as a farmer. And I need to, to do what I can to enhance that relationship. And so out of that just awareness, uh, this person was determined that every month they would take their co-op manager, their grain buyer, to lunch. I want to understand that person's world. I want to know their challenges and opportunities. And, and it gets back to our previous conversation is out of that, out of understanding their needs and my capabilities. Is there a way to squeeze out another nickel on the basis? Is there a way that I might get a contracting opportunity if I'm willing to commit so many bushels by a certain period of time, just by understanding your challenges and your needs that can start to add up a little over time. Uh, and, and that's exactly what that person was looking for. Uh, so again, I think this, that the way that we view the world and approach many of the challenges uh, can, can open our eyes to opportunities that may have been right there in front of us the whole time, but, but we've never been able to stop and, and step back maybe a little bit and, and reassess uh, maybe the, uh, the, the landscape that, uh, that we get caught up in every day, but it's nice to step back from time to time and, and maybe get a, a new perspective on, on the world at the, instead of just seeing it the way we always do. Yeah, and that's, a, that's a, uh, an outstanding example because, you know, in, in business, it's really, truly all about relationships. And, and um, like you said, you know, with the negotiation and with the human resource management and just kind of understanding the importance of these relationships and how to develop them and how to cultivate them so that as time goes on, um, you know, it has a, a direct impact on the bottom line, you know, synergistically for both parties, you know, it's, it's really about, you know, doing business in a, in a more effective and efficient way. Uh, great, great comments. Uh, another area I want to have you just kind of touch on a little bit too is, is feedback from the participants of, you know, what elements do, you know, they like the most or what have you heard as, as some of the, the best feedback uh, about the program? You know, one thing that uh, we've started doing here the last few years, and uh, when you fill out your application to come to TPAP, and I hope uh, some of our listeners will, will take advantage of this opportunity as they become aware of, of, of what we're doing down here, uh, we ask you to identify five of the top challenges that you face for the next farming year. So, so for 2020 or, you know, the next few years in that, uh, as you view your operation, what do you see as the most significant challenges that you will face? And out of the, uh, you know, all the applicants that we receive, and we do cap the uh, registration at 90 persons. We keep the class kind of small to create that networking and communication and relationships building that we've talked about. But out of all those applicants, you know, most of the time it, it does gather around three or four key topics. And uh, 
One of those deals around how do I, with, with uh, managing or, or finding uh, reliable employees for our farm. The labor issue is, is really key. And we find from small to large businesses that that's a real issue. Uh, succession planning uh, is another one. Is, is again, organizing our, our resources and our assets and our ways that everyone kind of understands our business and then the way that we're going to move forward of, uh, of passing on either management and even ownership, you know, responsibilities to that next generation. So, you know, bringing in new people to the farm, basically with employment and then passing on that operation, you know, markets and marketing are, are always a big challenge. And, and then we, we get a lot of questions around how do I create a, a, an organization or a, a business uh, mindset where I can be open to opportunities. I don't want to get so busy putting out fires every single day that I'm missing significant opportunities that, that might be in a new direction for our business uh, because I've got my head down working so hard that, uh, that I miss perhaps something that might be on the horizon or uh, a new development that I need to be aware of. Maybe it's a threat. As, as well as an opportunity. And then to get feedback around, uh, we then left our pro, left your program with some specific mar uh, management plans or skills related to the things that I identified. And, and, and so to see people come away with, I can't do everything we talked about in that week. You know, there are so many speakers and so many good ideas. No, I, I'm not going to go home and do it all. But what are you going to go home and do? Can you identify one or two things that you will do? And, and then something else that we, we do with our program is, is after you've been gone about six months, we have someone from our program that you were in your class. We, we, by sharing information, we have them contact you in about six months and say, this is the things you said you were going to do. How's that going for you? Uh, were there some new challenges? Maybe you got that done. You're ready to do something else or no, I'm still struggling with that. And I need, I need some additional resources or, or direction on that. So it's, you're not done when you leave that TPAP program after a week. Uh, we hope that we've developed a, a, a network of resources educationally and resources professionally of persons that you've identified in your class that, that you can share with around these challenges. Maybe these are conversations you can't have with your neighbors in your hometown or your home community. Uh, but by gathering people from all over the country and, and really around the world, uh, maybe we can be more free in, in talking about some of the challenges and ideas uh, that we have uh, to uh, begin to progress our, our 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 operations. So again, what a what a unique environment, and to see that uh, that have an impact is uh, is I think one of the most rewarding aspects of the TPAP program. Right, and and I think to tag on to that too, as you put really eloquently about the idea of just you know. Uh, a peer within that group contacting you and holding you accountable. And so one of the key things out of that is accountability. Like you said, you're not done, you're just getting started. And so that's, that's great. That's awesome. And then um, I guess another, another thing too, is just to have you tell a little bit about, um, you know, there's two units. So there's unit one, there's unit two, um, you know, what's the, what's the sign up? Um, process and and deadline and and are you full already for this year? Do you have some openings yet? Or, and and how's that stand? 
Right. And, and yeah, a little bit more of the, how this program is structured. Yes, there are two units of instruction. So once you complete unit one, and that's the, that week-long program, then that qualifies you to come back the next year for unit two's instruction. And, uh, you know, unit one, uh, we cover things like family business management, financial management. Uh, we have a, a, a session on strategic management, decision-making, macroeconomics, uh, and, and when you come back the next year, we build on some of those those same topics and then add new ones. So there's a new level of instruction. So it is a, a two year program uh, to com to complete the entire program. The units run concurrently. So unit one is meeting on in one meeting room and, and, and unit two and the other. So there's a lot of you know intermingling and interaction between the two groups, of course. Uh, but you'll start with your class, which we do limit, as I said, to 90 per class. Um, we still have some room for unit one right now for the 2020 program. Uh, we're standing registrations are at about 75. So we're starting to fill up. Uh, and so if a person is interested, you can go online. Uh, you can just search TPAP. And again, that acronym, T-E-P-A-P, TPAP.TAMU. And that'll take you right to our website. And you'll see more information of the things we've talked about. The, uh, the itinerary is listed there. The speakers that we have on track. And then the application process uh, is, is all available right there. Again, it's not cheap time or money uh, for you to take a week away from your operation. I know it's a significant uh, sacrifice and, and significant investment. Uh, but then the cost to attend the program is right about $5,000 for that week of instruction. Now, that covers all your uh, registration, your, your hotel accommodations, all of your meals. So once you get to the hotel... Uh, you know, everything is paid for uh, in, in terms of participation with the meeting. Uh, and so it's about right about uh, $5,000 per person. Now, if you're coming with another person from your operation and you're, you know, say a, a, a husband and wife are coming and, and sharing accommodations, you know, that can lower the cost a little bit, of course, with the, the hotel uh, component of that. But all that information is there on the website. Uh, and certainly encourage folks to, to go on there, uh, you know, browse the information that, that's available there and you'll get a lot more information. Uh, about the program. So from a fee perspective, it's kind of like an all-inclusive uh, arrangement, uh, except for you're there to work and learn instead of play. <laughs> that, that, that's exactly right. And, uh, if, if, and if it's important to you to, you know, you want to see Central Texas or get out and see Austin, you know, that is great. You know, come in a little early, uh, you know, spend the day or so or, or stay a day or two after. Uh, you know, the hotel has, again, some beautiful amenities that they would love to have you uh, participate in. You know, there are pools and spas and golf courses and, you know, it is a tennis courts. Uh, it's, it's a great, great place to be in, in January. Uh, but uh, but that's kind of on, on, on the bookends because uh, you won't have time during the week. Um, again, we're going to, you're, you're, you'll be busy doing other things. And, and, and again, that's so encouraging and, and exciting to see persons that are immersed, you know, a week full of meetings, really all day long for six days, you know, how can you possibly stand and then stay in the evenings and come back for more and, and then to have people exactly coming back for more still hungry because of the information that they're finding this is stuff that you don't hear anywhere else. This, there, there's not a program like this in the world. Exactly. Uh, that, uh, again, is focused around uh, the, the needs and the challenges of agriculture today. And, and, uh, and, and that's what keeps people coming back. That's right. 
and uh, I can speak firsthand. I, you know, I, I really uh, haven't been there for a couple of years, and and having the privilege to to work with you folks down there, it's it's a phenomenal program and a and a and an extremely great opportunity for ag ag business as we try to grow our farm operations and uh, try to become more professional and, and just make better business decisions. Any last final thoughts or anything I didn't bring up or questions I didn't ask? Um, well, I, I think a, a note that, that we've talked about previously, Chris, and we talk about the cost of this program. And again, it's not cheap. You know, if you're going to spend $5,000, come spend a week with us and, and be involved in this, uh, this opportunity. But do we all, do we always consider uh, what is the cost of not doing something? Or what is the cost of not structuring that succession plan in place that really takes into account uh, the perspectives and and the the other persons you know that are, that are involved in in that decision and whether it's uh, people treating fairly or hurt feelings or 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 that that deal that you're negotiating uh, that because you didn't come in perhaps with the the training and the skills that maybe someone else did. Do, do we find some deficiencies there in our abilities to take advantage of those opportunities? And what the cost of not participating in a program like this can be significant as well. And, and so uh, I think certainly it's, it's one that uh, uh, year after year, the results indicate that this program has that positive economic impact, but also just developing the, the in enhancing those relationships and the, the value of the strength of that family operation uh, that goes far beyond something you can put a dollar value on, that uh, we're structuring our, our operations for success, for sustainability, and, and many times to meet the goals that our, our families, what, what they started this farm to be and to do, and what, what was for from the beginning. And, and we're trying to enhance that with a program like TPAP. Great, great. Well, I think I think we we covered a lot. Um, if somebody needs to get a hold of you, though, if there's something they have an additional question, something that that we didn't touch on, something they don't see online, if they would like to uh, reach out uh, to you, how would they get a hold of you, or how would they ask a, a question if they have a specific question? You bet. And of course, all of our our contact information is is on that website again, tpap.tamu.tepap.tamu.tepap.tepap.tepap.tepap.tepap.tepap.tepap.tepap.tepap.tepap.tepap.tepap.tepap.tepap.tepap.tepap.tepap.tepap.tepap.tepap.tepap.
Great. Thank you so much, Mark. Really appreciate your time. Chris, thank you for the opportunity to visit here today and, and for the uh, uh, tremendous contribution that, that you bring to the TPAP faculty. And always a joy to visit with you and look forward to uh, having you back down here again. I can't wait. It'll be it'll be fun. It's always always great to work with such top notch producers that that uh, enroll in the program and to see all of the presenters and, and yourself. So thanks a lot again for today. And uh, we've been talking with Mark Welch, the grain marketing uh, economics at Texas A&M and the director of the TPAP program. And again, we will be back next time on the AgView pitch and we'll see you again. Thanks. podcast thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to listen we know there's a hundred different things that you could be doing but hopefully we continue to provide value to you with that being said please reach out to us if there's any topics that you want us to cover we have a lot of great ideas moving forward we're going to continue with the dad's wisdom we have a lot of important things on uh, transition collaboration profit management that we're going to hit on more in depth moving forward but really if there's anything on your mind please reach out to us i know we had some listeners uh, look at you know how we can specifically improve profitability moving into 2020 we have some great strategic planning tools for that reach out to us if you have questions or want access to these tools we really look forward to hearing you thank you so much everyone have a great day Thank you.